Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hole in One Show podcast. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Welcome into the third episode of six of this uh, six-episode series. We're thrilled to have you along. We've had a lot of fun the first few, and this uh, is sure to be the same. Uh, we've got a very special guest to kick off uh, right now. Uh, we've got Carter Hushagen. He joins us. He is the winner of the junior episode on season four, and he's got uh, as big a personality as he does a smile. So right now, welcome in Carter. Carter, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Now, you uh, you have an interesting story. You you came out to the qualifier for the show down in uh, Hankinson. So you were motivated. You came all the way down from Hankinson, and then you came back to Osgood because you didn't quite make the Hankinson show. Talk about the process of qualifying and uh, what motivated you to go to two different spots. Well, so my cousin was the head pro at Dakota Winds at the time, and he told me about the qualifier. And so I went down one day after school, and my uh, sister brought me. And then I didn't get the two shots, but one was like, 25 feet i think yeah yeah so then i knew i wouldn't qualify so then i then i lived right on osgood so i walked there and that night and didn't hit two good shots there either but <laughs> so i didn't call there but then the night before the show the day before the show i get a call from my cousin he said the guy who called broke his uh, arm in a football yes, game that's that, right that that night for a wapiton i think he plays for and so then I was on. So then I went to the range quick and was practicing, but I, I didn't really plan for the 40-mile-an-hour headwind <laughs> we were in do. So. so we'll get into the details of the show and the shot that you hit, which was fantastic. But uh, why don't you share with everybody who's watching the pod, uh, where are you from, what's your background, how old are you, all that stuff. Uh, so I'm from West Fargo. I just moved to Horace. I go to Horace High School. Okay. you be a I, freshman? I'll be a freshman, yep. I've been playing golf since I was about four. Wow. And I play golf just about every day. I just got my license this year, so I play Rose Creek and You're all over and the place, everywhere. Huh? So <laughs> I play golf typically every day. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, you talk about the, the Inspiration Point camp. You know, you played for them and you won $1,000 thanks to Shields, and we're actually going to do the check presentation uh, this Friday, which is going to be a lot of fun at the 45th yep. Street, the main store for Shields. Uh, talk about the camp and why it was important to you. So it's a camp I go to, and my sister went there ever since she was young and could go there. So then yeah. I went there, and I went there when I was five. So I've been there every year, but I did have to miss here because they closed for COVID. Okay. But I've been there two years since that. and Well, they got to be pretty pretty jacked up that you won 1000 bucks yep, for the camp, right? Yep, they are. and. I go there every year. It's a fun. It's like a week long. And okay, just, when, when in the when in the season? Uh, you go? so there was one about June twenty eighth, and then the one I'm going to is like early August. Okay, and you go there for a week, and it's just super fun. You you turn in your phones, so you, you don't have your phone for the whole week, and it's super fun. Just go outside the whole day. Have a campfire every night and that's great yeah, the food's good there so where the food is good that's a good thing yeah. right now, where is i want to go where where, uh, where is it by oh it's by battle lake I okay think. okay it's like it's about an hour and a half from fargo that's neat so. that's neat well you did win yep. so let's talk about the show it was blowing 45 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. But I, I, your interview was great. You're just ready to go, and you, you were not afraid. And you said your favorite club on the show was a pitching wedge. And for a 150-yard shot, it was a three-wood for you. Yeah. And you stepped up the first shot, bam, inside the 100, inside the 20-foot circle, $100 to Shields. That had to feel pretty good. Yeah, it did. I, 
I was told to hit it high, yeah. so I kind of put it more up in my stance, leaned my shoulder down a little more, and I hit it, and it landed like a wedge, and it had no roll or anything, and just stopped in the circle. That's cool. Well, let's talk about school. You're going to be a freshman in high school. What's your favorite sub subject? Uh, I like math. Okay. I well, I think you're going to be pretty good at communications, too. Yeah. You like, you're not afraid of a microphone. That's nope. a cool skill. Oh, yeah, math. It's always been my favorite subject. Yeah? I like it. So I'm, I'll am i be doing geometry this year for ninth grade, and Ugh. I want to be an engineer when I'm older. So Good for you. Good for you. The world needs engineers. I'm not one of them, but congratulations. I'm thrilled for you. In uh, Horace High, you just moved to Horace, and, and what's so your home course is Osgood, is that right? Yep, home okay. course is Osgood. What's your favorite? What's your favorite hole? Six. All right, uh, why, why number six? Drivable par four. There you go. And what's your best score out there at Osgood? Oh, uh, I shot 36, three over. Nice, nice. So what uh, do you have? Do you play tournaments all summer? Oh uh, yeah, what are I the play, plans uh, this summer? I play Steve Widener tour. Okay. And I'm looking to get into some of the Dakota Junior Golf Association tournaments. That's great. More competitive, a lot, lot more people playing, but that's kind of what I do. Just practice a lot, hit range. Good for you. Good so. for you. Well, you were a pleasure to have on the show. Great personality. Um, just a really fun young man to be around. So uh, your parents did you right, man. And, and uh, I'm, I'm thrilled for you. You're going to start high school, and, and now all your friends are going to see you on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, congratulations on winning the show. $1,000 Inspiration Point Camp. We'll do the uh, check presentation shields in a couple days. Uh, proud of you. Everybody watching is proud of you. And, hey, are you going to be back on the junior show this coming year? I will. I'm yeah, looking to qualify. You got to qualify. Yeah. You know, okay. So stay tuned. We'll get you the qualifying dates and love to have you back on. Sounds good. And I'll plan to be there. Awesome. Nice job, buddy. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks. All right, folks, leading into the DJGA, he brought it up. Next up, Chris Geis, the executive, executive director, joins us. Any bank can tell you they have a rock-solid commitment to agriculture. Bell can prove it. To this day, every Bell Bank branch is partially built with rocks we've picked from our founder's farm. But our roots in ag have grown more than a few offices. They've shaped who we are and formed our entire approach to banking. Let us prove it to you as you grow your farm and prepare your legacy for the next generation. Bell Bank, committed to ag. Golf to me is patience. It's weird to say, but golf is life. It is, it's the ultimate game of life. You know, it's an individual sport. You have to put in a lot of work to get minimally better. That's kind of the beauty of it. You come back to improve. That's why I love golf is just every shot is is different. That next round, that next shot, you know it could be that start of a story. I don't even want to say a game. It's more than a game. Welcome back, everybody, to the Hole in One Show podcast. It was absolutely great to have Carter Hoosehagen on the show. What a ball of energy, charisma. And uh, boy, he stepped up under pressure and hit a three-wood up there inside 20 feet and won his show. So thanks to Carter for joining us. And uh, he brought up playing in Dakota Junior Golf Association events. And now we'd like to welcome in the executive director of the DJGA, probably, actually not probably, the hardest working person in North Dakota, probably the region, maybe even the country, for junior golf. The things that uh, Chris Geis has done for junior golf in the state of North Dakota is unbelievable the last few years. 
And we welcome in and welcome him in right now. Chris, welcome to the show. David, how are you? I appreciate the kind words, and as always, it's fun to hang on hang on the phone with you for a bit. So, Chris, uh, talk about the DJGA. Uh, it's been in existence since 1987. Uh, it's gone into fifth gear ever since you took over. Talk about your involvement. It has. You know, it's been around. Um, actually, it started. I can remember it starting when I was a freshman in high school and growing up in a small town 50 miles from Bismarck. It was like, oh, we're going to go play with the big guys, you know, and stuff sure. like that. And, you know, go to. And, um, you know, I think it was a vision, Dan Waldock and some of his guys, and those of you who remember Dan, you know, he's an NDGA Hall of Famer, ran Riverwood forever, and, you know, Dan had a vision of giving back to juniors and growing juniors, and, you know, it really took off in the early, in the late 80s, early 90s, and then, um, I don't want to say it got stagnant, but, um, you know, it got harder to, you know, find the next thing, and so as my son grew up, playing throughout those events i spent 15 years you know attending those events garrick started playing him as a five-year-old and he's still playing now when he's 20 so yep um you know i i had done some things and i got made some really good friends that were on the board and a part of the situation and you know i'd always kind of wanted golf's been so good to my family that i've always wanted to give back and there's been some discussions about me working with them and you know, I had always said, well, I'll wait till Garrig and my daughter, Brooklyn, she's 24, so she's been out of the house for a while, and wait till Garrig's out of the house, and then I would be all in, and I said, but if I'm all in, we're all in, and, Yeah. you know, everybody, everybody agreed, and I took a lot of my experience from what I'd seen, you know, as, and this is nothing new to a lot of you, Dave, and you, you know, and but it was a lot of, a lot of windshield hours, and a lot of time spent driving to Minneapolis, driving to Omaha, you know, flying to Vegas, flying to a lot of events that we were lucky enough to take Garrick to that he qualified for and we'd turn them into little family trips and mm-hmm. you know it always bothered me of how many families are missing out on these kind of deals how yes. many families don't get to be a part of those and so that was my goal once once I got in is you know we're going to bring some of these big time field events closer to home you know we want them in Fargo we want them in Minot we want them in Grand Forks we want them in Bismarck you know let's get some people to start driving our direction for those things we shouldn't have to hike all the time and I think, um, you know, Dakota Junior Golf, um, they've been active in charitable gaming the last two years, which has allowed us to mm-hmm. just open so many we've never had before. And when I took the position, they you've known me long enough, Dave. We've known each other 15 years. I'm kind of an ask-forgiveness guy. And, uh, <laughs> yes, <right>? you are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to um, get it done, right? You got to get it done, and sometimes yeah. asking for forgiveness is the right way to go, and it sure has – it sure has uh, – uh, pave the way for you guys in the DJGA. Now you you were firsthand, right? You were a dad going around to all these tournaments, and I I feel you. We had to go all over the country to play the biggest events, and you know get the attention of college coaches and that experience with the family. And and now that's happening in North Dakota, all over the place. And it's it's because of your windshield time. It's because of your uh, experience being a father going through the you know junior golf ranks. What is you know, you you touch on the the high school kids that are looking to be recruited, but also the young tykes, the the ones that are just learning the game. I mean, you just you know, DJGA just invent, uh, invested four hundred thousand in Bismarck Parks and Recreation to build the mini links at Pebble Creek. I mean, how do these things come about? You know, we've we've always we've always had a great tie, great partnership with Bismarck Parks and Rec. In fact, I would say that our lesson program in Bismarck probably runs as many kids through it. We're ten hours a day, Monday through Friday. And every session, every hour is full, up to twenty-five kids. So that's I mean, incredible. That's how many thousand kids? How many thousand kids were running through there? And you know, Waldock and Shyla Schaefer, the Schaefer family, they donated money thirty years ago to build a three-hole mini links, and that's this year now is being covered by a new 
sheet of ice, so we needed to find somewhere to move it to. And we said, well, if we're moving it, we're making it better. So we're making it bigger. Um, we'll have four a four-hole loop, um, plus it'll tie into the nine holes on the current Pebble Creek course. That's great. We'll also have an extra hole, an extra hole with five tee boxes. Um, you know, just a natural partnership. And you know, and and I've been a big proponent of two things as I've as I've done this is I forever have said that we we get kids North Dakota for whatever reason we get kids started in golf too late, right? Like. Mm. Three, three and four year olds are playing ice hockey. Three and four year olds are playing t-ball. Uh, we got kindergarten kids playing Y League basketball, and with golf forever, it was well. Maybe once they're ten, we'll try a tournament. Well, sure. no, you know that's we fell too far behind, and I, you know that's where we've started our beginners tour. And we the other the other night we had forty eight, five, six, seven, and eight year olds playing in the golf tournament with grandma and grandpa watching, and that was fantastic to see. And that's the next thing we'll be bringing to the Red River Valley next year is our 10 and under divisions, which those things are going to just blow up. They're, they've turned into great things. Yeah. Um, you know, so the natural tie with the mini links. And, and I'm also a big believer. My second thing is this is for this is for the 25-year-old now that was a stud college athlete of some sort, and he never touched golf clubs. And now all of his buddies in the banking or finance industry are turning into golfers. Yep. Where do I get started? How do I get started? How do I get my young family started? And I think that's the next thing. And guys like you, Dave, and Matt Cook over in your area, and now I've gotten to meet Chris Howell and Chris Larson and those guys, uh, obviously Mark Johnson. I think we've all kind of just, you know, those guys have been fantastic in letting me, again, just kind of ask forgiveness, like, hey, can we do this? <laughs> yeah, let's do this. But, but that's how we're going to continue to grow it. Our numbers have gotten so big. I'm ex Now that we're talking, I'm excited to tell you that at Hawk Tree this week, we have 102 juniors in the event. We've never broken 90 before. Wow. We had 91 at the Varden last week, 92 at Prairie West, and we have 102 plus 15 on the waiting list. So it's exploding. It's happening. We're getting more youngsters going. It's awesome. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. So much fun. That's good. Well, I know it makes you tick. And, and uh, so talk about, I know you're a visionary guy. Obviously, we're seeing a lot of these things come through. Big picture, what, 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 what more do you have? There's always something on the horizon for you. What's, uh, what can people expect out of the DJGA? You know, one of the big events, well, two big events, I guess we can talk about them now. Two things, one of the things we're adding next year is we're adding another beginners, like a future champions event that'll be part of the Red River Amateur. It'll okay. be on Thursday night of the Red River Amateur. We're doing that at Lozagel. Okay, nice. Um, so that'll be, that'll be fantastic. Um, we're also, next year we're bringing in the DJ, it'll be called the DJGA Cup. And what it'll be is Team Red River, which is captained by Jake Scarperud, who's one of our staffers. Yeah. Versus Team. Team Missouri River, who's captained by Garrett Geis, one of our staffers. Yep. Uh, Jake obviously plays at NDSU, and Garrett plays at University of Jamestown. They'll pick the top four boys and the top four high school girls, top four high school boys, top four high school girls, and bring them together at the state junior next year for one night of uh, Ryder Cup-style match play, Red River versus Missouri River. I think something like those are, those are the kind of events we've been missing, yes. right, Dave? Yep. Those, yep. Are the, those are the kind, you know, you see the Minnesota-Wisconsin Cup, you see you know, so many of those mm -hmm. other things. Um, so we've got that. This year we've got five of our two-day events that we're advancing events to the to national events. Next year we're adding some more of those events to our, to our schedule. I think the biggest thing you're going to see next year on our schedule, and I've already started working on that, is more of these one-day, one nine-hole evening events where it's, you know, hey, the kid who's hey, he's a baseball player, sure. but he wants to play some golf. How does he get started? Hey, mom and dad can't get away to all these eighteen-hole events, but they want to come watch a nine-hole event. They can bring them to that. That's a big deal. And I think the other thing is um, our new to golf situation, which we had a, in March this year. We had a 
here in, North, in Bismarck, we had an event called New to Golf. Yeah. And basically what it was was DJGA put the bill for, we covered the majority of the cost on brand new sets of clubs. All you had to do was show up any That's age. That's cool. From four-year-old cool. to adult. 100 bucks, 125 bucks. you walked out with a brand new set of clubs. And we did it in the Dome. We yeah. had a small version of it at the Top Shop, at a Sweet Shops in Fargo. Huh? But um, next year we're going to blow that up and make it a bigger deal at Sweet Shops in Fargo, and we're also going to move it up into Grand Forks. So watch those kids and even some new adults walk out with a brand new set of clubs for $100 or $125. We covered the rest of it just to get them going. They were so excited, taking the plastic, taking the boxes. You know, it was just mm-hmm. that's the way to do it. I mean, you and I talk about this a lot, Dave, and yeah. for, you know, those that don't know, you and I have been, I'll call us pretty good friends for about 15 years because of many golf conversations. It's not always easy to walk through the doors at a golf course and say, hey, where do I start? Yeah. So our job, our job, and I feel our job is, and I think you agree with me, our job is to break down those walls to make it a little easier, right? Come on in, ask any question. There's no dumb questions. Ask any question you want. Hey, where do I start? How do I get my kid involved? What's the next step? How does our family get involved? We're starting to do a lot with family lessons. Um, on Tuesdays in Bismarck, we, we started this year. We have an, like an ambassador program that the college girls teach, and it's free for junior for junior girls to show up every Tuesday at nine o'clock at Riverwood. Yeah, we're also going to do that with boy with the boys. We're bringing those programs across the state. You know, we're filling our staff with a lot of good people that can do some things. And I think you can tell with uh, the Brock Ellingsons, Aaron Canoto mm-hmm. of the world that we've hired over the way. We're going to keep keep bringing those people on, and we're going to give them a little more that they can do, and that's going to help us grow faster. Um, I'm the ultimate um, control freak. You know that. You send me an act when I when I, tell, when I tell you to get out of my way at, at Fargo Country Club. Yeah, but, you, um, you can handle a tournament. You can you can talk about junior golf. I, I guarantee you. Real quick before we we got a we got a hard deadline here. What about uh, you know we were able to have a fun thing with the uh, the Russ Newman Junior Invitational. The top 20 boys and girls from the Class A, Class B high school tournaments were invited to the Fargo Country Club, and the DJGA is putting that thing on TV. It's going to be a special, a couple-hour special in late August, and KVLY is is in production right now. That was a ton of fun, and thank you to you guys for being able to do that. Uh, I think that's going to be fun for the the top high school players in the in the uh, in the state to be able to showcase their skills on the big screen and be able to show that to college coaches and just the experience of of playing golf on uh, on camera yeah we can't wait to see the final production i mean it you know we we viewed that as just another advertising piece for us to give these kids a great chance and uh you've heard me use the term enough too of hey it's not just golf you know yep. we put the best football players on, on tv we yes. put the best basketball players on TV. why you know and i think this is going to become an every year deal for us now i know you and lisa did a fantastic job how cool was it to grab a kid walking off the 13th yeah. screen and say hey you just made those kind of things the they looked a little pressure, terrified. You know, they looked a little terrified. Oh my gosh, you're going to interview me. I'm in the middle of this round, but it was good experience for all. It was good experience for all. And I think it it'll was. make for entertaining television. Yeah, and lo- you know, you know, and one of our things is you know lifetime family memories. That's what yes. it's all about. You know, yes. Reading about all Amy Olson stuff this week and how much her family's enjoying it, I think we can give a little piece of that back to North Dakota golf. We're all in. Well, we could sit here and talk for hours on on golf, junior golf, pro golf. I just uh, we got to get going. But uh, Chris, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, get some sleep, will you? I mean, we, we, we exchange text messages in the middle of the night sometimes because of, you know, the ideas going back and forth, but get some sleep and, and oh, you're burning. On, on, look, on behalf of everybody who, who loves the game of golf, uh, who, you know, is part of trying to help grow the game, trying to help get people involved. I mean, you've done more than anybody I've ever met. So, 
Um, thanks for what you do, and and thanks for being on the Hole in One Show podcast today. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Always humbling when you say things like that. Sure, appreciate it. And thank you all for being with us on episode three of six of the Hole in One Show podcast. Uh, next week, more fun content. We're going to have uh, a lot of fun guests, and uh, we're going to talk a little pro golf. We have uh, the U.S. Women's Open to recap. Obviously, Amy Olson it qualified, and she's playing in the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach, seven months pregnant. What an unbelievable story. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch her this weekend. Root her on, and uh, we'll recap that next week on the show. And again, thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next week.